0: BT's Got Your Back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's Got Your Back. This is the Times Morning Briefing on Friday the 7th of January. More than a third of head teachers had around 10% of their staff absent on the first day of term for COVID-related reasons this week. The National Association of Head Teachers is warning that schools are teetering on the edge with considerable shortages, which it expects to rise during the term. This comes as all secondary school and college students in England have been advised to wear face coverings in classrooms. Meanwhile, as of four this morning, double jabbed travellers coming to the UK don't have to take a pre-departure Covid test. The PCR test on arrival remains in place, but there's now no need to self-isolate on or before day two while you find out the result. But the Independence travel editor Simon Calder says today's changes aren't enough to help the struggling travel industry. Most other countries are now saying look if you're fully vaccinated and maybe even boosted that's becoming more and more of a stipulation then we're happy to let you in without any testing and uh, to have this horrible passenger locator form and have to send yet more money towards testing firms, a family of four that's going to be probably an extra hundred quid. 200 army personnel are being deployed in London to support hospitals struggling with staff shortages caused by illness and the need to self-isolate. That includes 40 military medics and 160 general duty personnel to help fill gaps where the need is greatest. They're expected to be in place for the next three weeks. Wales will remain on alert level two of coronavirus restrictions for at least another week. This means people being urged to work from home and not meeting more than six people in public venues. Infection rates in Wales currently stand at more than 2,200 cases per 100,000 people. Fresh violence has erupted in Kazakhstan after Russia rushed in paratroopers overnight to put down a countrywide uprising in the former Soviet state. Dozens of rioters were killed in the city of Almaty and more than 2,000 arrested. The Interior Ministry says at least 18 law enforcement officers have died so far in clashes, which began when the cost of fuel doubled. The United Nations spokesperson, Stefan Dujarek, is calling for restraint from both sides. People have a right to express their grievances, it needs to be done peacefully. For us, the important thing is that um, security forces, whether they are Kazakh or whether they are non-Kazakh troops, need to uphold the same human rights standards, which is to show restraint and protect people's rights to demonstrate peacefully. A second juror on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial claims to have been sexually abused as a child, prompting her defence to again demand a retrial. The British socialite was found guilty last week of recruiting and trafficking young girls to be sexually abused by the paedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Another juror made similar claims just after the trial ended. Ali Mirage is a columnist for the article and tells Times Radio this is very significant. You have to have confidence that the jury selection is conducted properly and that the jury is is beyond reproach in terms of the mindset in which they're operating. Now, if a couple of jury members are talking about the abuse they suffered, uh, tragic as that is, but in a context of impartiality in a trial, it does raise questions. So I think this is a very difficult one now. And by nine this morning, the pay of the top company executives will have surpassed the yearly salary of the average worker. The high-pay centre think tank has said the vast differences between the pay of chief executives and that of other employees may be harder to justify in view of the pandemic. Unions are calling for worker representatives to be appointed on pay committees. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.